right. What's up, guys? Welcome to High and Tight with Blair and Josh. I'm Blair. That's Josh. How we feeling? Feeling great. I'm a two and a half glasses of red wine deep. Fresh off Batman Begins. I haven't seen this movie in a while. I can't complain. You're already two glasses. Damn, dude. You're not you're not playing around. No. It's my birthday eve. Ooh, yeah. Ha- happy early birthday to our friend Josh here. Thank dude, so what's you. your so what's your move that you're gonna have a whole you have one bottle of wine at the house? I have suddenly a quarter of a bottle of wine at the house, but yes. Nice. That's nice. all I need, though. I got to work tomorrow. Saturday. Working, man. Start small. It's working outside. All right. You guys know what it is, dude. High and tight. Season two, episode Who Gives a Shit. Um, we are doing Five. all the Batmans in order, breaking them down. This week, we're doing Batman Begins. This is the only one that I probably could have not even watched again and still would know. I love this movie. I've seen it probably a hundred times. Came out in 05, uh, Christopher Nolan. It this is kind of this is kind of my introduction to really every actor in this. Like, yeah, you yeah, I knew of Morgan Freeman, but like Christian Bale, like I, I wasn't watching anything before this that he was doing. I don't like I knew he was an actor, but I don't wasn't watching American Psycho. I wasn't watching I, mean, I don't know what else he was in before that. It just wasn't really on my radar. Um, Killian Murphy, same shit. Um, Michael Caine, I mean, old white British. I don't know. I'm not really. And then this movie, Morgan Freeman, I guess I saw he was Shawshanks before this. So, But I still I wasn't really watching Shawshank until probably after this came out anyway. Yeah, for sure. Opening remarks. What do you got? Uh, same thing, honestly. Like, this is the movie I had the most, I remember the most about. But I enjoyed it. It's a great movie. And like I said, like we talked about this in the last episode, like DC Comics changed everything after the Batman and Robin of whatever it was, 2000, maybe it was the 95, 96, whatever it was. doesn't matter. They changed everything going to this. Like this movie was completely different than anything else previously. It was incomparable than anything previously, I thought. Like Christopher Nolan, Christian Bale. Like I'm glad we're in the the Bale Nolan phase of the Batman's because everything before this was a cartoon and this was based off of comic books. This was very much like a full two and a half hour like hardcore movie. For for some reason, I don't know, maybe it was just recency bias, but I just always thought of this as like the worst of the three. I always thought it was Dark Knight, then it was the Dark Knight Returns, and then it was like, this one was the Batman Begins. Was yeah, it was it was it was really good, but it wasn't as good as the other two. I don't know, man. I'm gonna have to. We might have to do the whole trilogy because I loved this movie. Like I forgot yeah. how much I enjoyed it. And the thing about the the thing that makes this movie great is there are lines that are so like kind of corny, kind of cheesy moments that are kind of corny, kind of cheesy. But everybody involved in the film is so high level yeah. that they pull it off. Like, dude. If anybody spoke the way uh, Liam Neeson spoke in this movie, like what he, everything he's saying is like a soliloquy of whatever the fuck. What are we doing here? And it's like, no, 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 that was exactly what he was supposed to say. That was actually perfect. And it, everything was corny. Everything was cheap. I and mean, not everything, but like, if anybody else tried to play any of those roles, it would not have. It would have been flat. Like Clooney couldn't do this version. Yeah, there's it was no perfectly uh, cast. Oh yeah, perfectly. Think about it, dude. Liam Neeson, Morgan Freeman, Michael Caine, uh, Christian Bale, 
Gary Oldman. Dude, I think all five of us. Killian Murphy. Those are like the, some of the best actors on the planet. I think all of them have Oscars. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I don't know if Christian Bale does. Does he? I don't know. Let's find out. Killian Murphy's going to win an Oscar for Oppenheimer. For sure. Calling it right now. Ooh, like I'm calling a shot. Babe calling Ruth, calling a shot. It's, it's again, Christopher Nolan, it's going to be, it's about us making the atomic bomb and he's playing the guy that pushes the button. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So we don't got to, we'll go through the characters, I guess, um, here in a second. But man, dude, I don't know. Just every part of this was like, and it also kind of married the comic book side of it too. There were moments where it's like, oh, that's clearly like a comic book kind of reference here. They're still very much, it's still very much a a comic book movie, but they just heat check. Everybody is just ratcheted up like crazy, dude. I love, I was, the, I love like it. the cast is so good. Like, I think one of my favorite characters is Lucius Fox, who's played by Morgan Freeman, and he's got what five minutes screen time. And Every word just, out of his like, mouth is perfect. The back and forth between him and Christian Bale, I, I just love it. They're that's literally my favorite part of the movie. Yeah, what do you mean? Your your spelunking habit? <laughs> like, spelunking? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's like, yeah, if, yeah, you know, you don't have to tell me. So if they ask me, I'm not lying. Yeah. When I think about this, this is all yours anyway. So who cares? You know, everything yeah. is yours. Will you do it? Yeah, yeah. it's fine. Michael Kane. Michael Kane. Do your Michael. best, Michael Kane. Michael Kane. Michael Kane. Oh, <laughs> and I've watched Michael. I actually read Michael Kane's book on acting. I think I still have it. Um, I watched him do like a, uh, like an actor like roundtable, one time. Or he was, doing, he was doing like it was maybe it was inside the actor studio. I don't know what it was, but he's talking about acting, and he's talking about he breaks down how he does it, and how he, like he preps, but he's all about being in the moment and just buying into whatever he's doing. And in this, he will like during the interview, he's like, "This this is how my emotion would be if I was if I'm sad," and he starts crying. Yeah. And I'm happy. And he's like, oh, yeah. And he literally does each major emotion on the spot. And I'm like, well, dude, no one else can do that. There's no, maybe there's maybe 20 people in the world that can just turn it on, turn it off yeah. like it's nothing. And, I mean, I think it's kind of cool when you see guys like whenever him and Morgan – Morgan Freeman have like a little screen time together. I'm like, this is the best. Like, give me yeah. more of these. Give me a spinoff of just those two guys just hanging out. Yeah. War stories. I think as you get older, though, like you're like, everyone's dying around you. So like anybody your own age, you're like, hey, that's pretty sick. We made it this long, huh? 85? Yeah. Boys? We did it. Still here. Still here. Um, they were, Yeah, dude, you were right, dude. Yeah, he's great. Um, another couple of takeaways I had. It was just... um. I feel like corny lines that work. It's like when the opening scene, when he's in that prison in China or wherever he's at, and he's like, you're not the devil, you're practice. So corny, but so cool somehow. Let's go. I'm going to be honest. Uh, I could do without the first half hour. The half hour, the first half hour, the League of Shadows stuff, it does nothing for me. You're out of your mind. That's one of my favorite parts of the movie. I don't enjoy any of that. It's one of my favorite parts of the whole movie. It's, I don't, it's the, I don't, I don't enjoy the movie until he gets back to Gotham and he starts workshopping. Like, all right, this is the character I'm gonna make. He starts building all the stuff. Him and Alfred start ordering all these parts from China and stuff to, and he tests out the Batmobile. Like the whole, I'm in the Tibet or Mongolia and I'm in this prison and 
Ducard is training me. I could do without all that stuff. You're out of your mind, dude. You're out of your mind. It's an origin story, and it was so good that this is now canon now. Like, everything will be like, no other Batman can go back and do an origin of Batman now. Look at the Robert Pattinson one. Look at the fucking Ben Affleck one. You're not going to go back and do it again because this was done perfectly. It all makes total sense. All right? He just goes. He's learning how to fight people. He wants to help his city. Blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, the coolest man in the world, Liam Neeson, is just in your prison cell, like talking to him, hey man, what are you doing here? And it's and then he tra- dude, League of Shadows, pretty brutal name, but everything else about him was awesome. And it all ties in with what how he becomes Batman. Dude, I loved it. Cause you also have the, those moments where you're like, All right, so you, how is he gonna even do any of the shit he's doing? And it's just, he's like, I didn't like the the origin of like him as a kid and then when he gets ready to leave and he wants to kill the guy and then his girl's mad at him. By the way, fucking like Katie Holmes, she's the most annoying bitch I've ever seen. I cannot yeah, stand she's her. The, yeah, she's the one casting that doesn't age very well. So glad they replaced her with Maggie Gyllenhaal. Looks like oh, a goddamn right. horse. Ugly yeah. as shit. But a way better actor than Katie yeah. Holmes is. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm surprised you say that, dude. I love the League of Shadows part. I love like, dude, when he's when he's when he like breathes in the blue yeah, plant, when he's smoking the hallucinogenics or whatever. Let it me is. hit that, dude. <laughs> Let me take a hit of that. I'm trying yeah. to talk to God. Yeah, that was sick. I love that. And he's just and dude, they fight on the ice on the awesome. How are you out on yeah, this? Yeah, that scene's whack. And he just taps the ice and he just what falls. Mean, it's whack. A, a perfectly Christian Bale size hole just falls through in the ice. There's not a hole. It's he is forcing it down. All of that is loose, but he's the heavy part. So he hits that it. and then he falls through the ice. And then it ties yeah. in to the very end of the movie, man. Full circle. He wears his surrounding. Come on. I, I, I get it. Yeah. But the only thing the movie, the only bad part of the middle section of the movie was there was no more Liam Neeson. I think he's. <sighs> I don't like Liam Neeson in this, man. Dude, you're out of your mind. Dude, he's no, so. I- Every, I really don't. He I think he's ripped, cheesy dude. as hell. He's just he's speaking like from a poem the entire time. Yeah, exactly. And it shouldn't work, but it does, dude. He's the most poetic man. He's my hot guy alert, dude. Well, he does look good for sure. He's hot. It's a young Liam Neeson too. Yeah. Yeah, like young. He's fifty-five. <laughs> like yeah. young. He's been around <laughs> forever. Yeah. What's his first movie? His first like big. Yeah. Because it was this, then he was in uh, Taken, and then, then he blew up. Now he does action yep. movies. Kind of, the, kind of doing the Bruce Willis thing, I think. Um, I thought Liam Neeson was great. Uh, every part, of, he's just like, I know he speaks like a little, he's kind of a backwards asshole. But, I digress. Um, Schindler's List was his first movie. Yeah, he. I think he won an Oscar for that. Yep. Um, what, wasn't that, isn't that Ralph Fiennes? He's in Schindler's List? Yeah, oh, he's Schindler. Oh, I never saw it. He's great. Um, let's just go, we'll just we'll just go down the 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 list and then we'll do the segments, right? So, okay, he's great. Um, at, Michael Caine's the best Alfred. There'll never be a better a better Alfred than him. It's the best one. And don't sleep on Raza Ghoul, Ken Watanabe. Like he, that's an awesome casting as well. He, but he was kind of he's in there for. He didn't minutes. do much, right? Ken Watanabe, dude, good pull. 
he's great in because Nolan's recycling these guys. He pulls them all back into all his movies. Like yep, if you exactly. look at uh, what was it, Inception, all these guys are in Inception too. Like a lot of the same dudes. Um, Michael Caine. I mean, there's never been a better indentured servant than Michael Caine. <laughs> I, 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 you know, he's, and he's like the perfect amount of like, he's like sarcastic. Like he's he like, the, he's perfect. Yeah. He's talking shit the whole time. He, yep. No, he's great. I mean, he has that scene. What is it? I think he has the one where he, where he cries like crazy. Like there was the most, I think it's in the third one. I was talking about like, you just stop doing it or whatever. Great. I loved him. Uh, Morgan Freeman already talked about him. Heat check. All heat checks, dude. Everyone just brought it. Yep. Um, Gary Oldman. Awesome. Awesome. Kind of underwhelming, yeah. but I think that's kind of what the character is supposed to be. I think he, I think he does really well. Yeah. He's supposed to be kind of like they make him do a little too much in the later movies. Like I, I think he does too much in this at the end when he drives the Batmobile. Like, what are we doing with Gary Oldman? Who's like a beat cop? He's like a essentially a beat cop. He's like a street cop. He's like driving the Batmobile. Can you drive stick? And he's just like whipping the Batmobile through downtown yeah. Gotham. He's probably the worst of all the all the good guys. But dude, the villains. Let's go into the villains, dog. I mean, the side character villains. The guy that plays Falcone. Yep. When dude, that scene. That's one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Was when Bruce Wayne goes into like that bar, and he's talking to like the Falcone, who's like the mob boss of all of Gotham. He's like, a restaurant or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and he's like, he's like, I got a judge over there. I got, I got two cops. I got the police sergeant. He's like, I wouldn't have another thing about putting a bullet in your head right now. That is, dude. That is such a gangster scene. In yeah. like a, that's probably the most, like the coolest, like unintentionally dark scene. Is he just pulls a gun out and puts it to his head? He's like, I could just kill yep. you right here. Yep. Like that. I loved that. He was great. The dude that plays the dirty cop. Yep. Probably the best cast casting in the whole yep. movie. Was Perfectly him. casted for sure. <laughs> yeah. Fast is his last name. Like fast in the in the show. Flash. Yeah, Flask, Flask, some he's great. He's the guy he was in. I don't know if you ever watched uh, Sons of Anarchy, but he's one of the dudes in that. And he's again, he's just he looks like he looks the same in that as he does in this. Yep. Isn't he but, in Arnold Flask? Yeah. Isn't he in like one of the bad boys or something? Isn't there a scene? Isn't he in a scene? This is about to get this is about to get graphic. Tell me if you remember the scene. I'm not sure what movie he's in. I'm gonna figure it out right now as I speak. Too fast, too furious. And when he puts the yeah, rat on the his rat. stomach, too, and he too puts fast, the bucket furious. Yep. over the rat and he yeah. heats up the bucket. You mean like, when a rat only from goes Yellowstone down. is a redheaded mob boss in Miami? And yeah. he and, and he's like the the dirty cop. Again, always playing a dirty cop is this other guy yeah. we're talking about. And he puts the rat and it puts the bucket and they heat the bucket up. Yeah. And he has to tuck rats. It gets hot. Only one way it can go. They they only tunnel, go down. Tunnel down. Did I watch that like two weeks ago? It was on what TV. Movie is, what movie is that? Fast too, fast, too? Too, too Fast, Too Furious. Yeah. Holy smokes. Yeah. That, that scene. I'm, I remember that scene forever. That'll never leave me. Man, I'm fucking good with it, dude. I'm sick with it right now, dude. That was an immediate. What was that scene with the tour? Yeah. I thought Too Fast, Too Furious. Got it. <laughs> Immediately got yeah, it. That's a good call. That's a good call. That's why we keep you around. Who needs caffeine? Who needs booze? Yeah, I mean, it's running on fumes. Some good old agua, dude. I'm chilling. Agua. Um, he's perfect. I think. Now the Killian everything is confusing because he, on the one hand, 
he might be the most talented actor of everybody in this film. Yep. Like I think if he, Peaky Blinders, he's gonna Christian win. Christian Bale is probably the best. I mean, he's third behind Christian Bale, Michael Caine. No, I'm talking about just pure skill as an actor. Yeah. Christian Bale's n- really not that good in this. He just, he's fine. Yeah, but you're supposed to be amazing. Yeah. Like you're Batman, and he's getting outacted by every scene he's in. The other guy with him, Liam Neeson, is just body bagging him. Michael Caine, Morgan Freeman. I mean, every time they're together, he's just those guys are just kind of bringing it above him. Which, if those guys weren't around, and Christian Bale would be the best actor in this movie, sure. I'm not saying he's not an incredible actor. I'm just saying that I think Killian Murphy is the best actor of all the people in this movie. That's how good I think he is. Yeah. He uh, his like death stares when he just like looks at people. Yeah. To be interesting doing nothing. Yep. Is like the the the, the coolest way to to do it. So there's a scene when he's uh he's talking to Falcone and he just stares through him for about a beat and a half, maybe eight seconds. And I'm like, Oh, no one else. No one else can do Morgan Freeman has his voice. Liam Neeson, the tall, hot guy, but he's big on like long. So we'll look who's bullshit. Michael Caine's Michael Caine. He's charismatic. Christian Bale can kind of do anything, but he's, you know, Killian Murphy does nothing. And it's the better than everybody else doing everything. That being said, Scarecrow is kind of a pussy. Yeah, he's he doesn't have any skills. He just created this serum, and then he yep. just throws it, and then has a he doesn't do anything. He just ha- puts on a mask that yeah. He's just like a little, and he's like five five by the way too, like in real life, like he's a tiny little guy. And I'm just like, all right, it, it's. And he's not doing anything. Like even when he, even when he fucking like fights Batman the first time, and sprays him and lights him on fire. That's cool, but it's like, I mean, yeah. you're not, you're not. I think Killian Murphy would have been not. I mean, Heath Ledger's Joker is the best. Yeah, that, but him as the Joker would have been yeah. awesome. That's interesting. That's interesting to think about. Yeah, I, I think, think he would have been. He would have been a perfect fit. I think. Perfect fit, dude. Because he yep. goes, because he he has that thing where, because you don't ever see him, Killian Murphy and anything else he does where he does this that crazy part of himself so when he gets gas in the movie and then he's in the straight jacket and he's kind of going crazy i was like whoa because i've been watching yeah. this guy for fucking like 10 years and peaky blinders and shit and he's always about doing very little and all of a sudden he turns it up a little bit you're like whoa shit there it is yep. hey yep. kid's got some range yep scarecrow though yeah terrifying yeah, by the it's way a week and he, he was it was very clear from the beginning he was working for somebody i mean he was never like a a lead bad guy by any means. He was always just like kind of a grunt. He's kind of a grunt, but again, he, I mean, he's really the only traditional Batman uh, villain yeah. in the whole movie. Like the Ra's al Ghul thing, I think that might have been something in a comic book at one time, but like not the ones that we know, not the ones in the other movies, the Joker, the Riddler, um, Scarecrow, Penguin, Mr. Freeze, stuff like that. Like, I think it was kind of cool to see like this contemporary take on Scarecrow. Like that's kind of cool. Um, which I think this whole movie does a good job of that where it's like, everyone's like, you can't just be a two face. Now you can't be yeah. Tommy Lee Jones. You can't be Mr. Freeze. It's too, it's too corny. Yeah. It's too cartoony. 
Yep. You can't, it has, things have to make sense. You have to be like the real life version of this bad guy. Yeah. But it's funny though, because none of the villains in any of these, uh, in up until really like Bane, I guess, Batman is kind of the most cartoonish of all of them. For sure. Yep. Everyone he fights in the whole trilogy is like, just like a dude who's being, who's kind of doing some crazy shit. But like, he's the crazy, he's the craziest person is Batman. Yeah. The cape, the shit. What's, what do you think about uh, this version of Batman's, uh, the the bat suit, the Batmobile, the gadgets? What's your take on all of the? Obviously, better than everything else before it. But yeah, like I said, this movie is incomparable to everything we've seen before this. It's not even close. I thought I, the Batmobile is fucking awesome. Like it's like a it's like a jumper. It's like a river jumper that's meant to like carry cables across and build these bridges. Like, does it come in black? Like, I think that's an incredible line when he's kind of testing that with Morgan Freeman. Yeah, the gear's fine. I mean, there's nothing special about the gear. He can fl- he can he can fly in this essentially. Obviously, he has like that fabric that stiffens up when he puts a pulse through it or whatever. He can fly a little bit, but like grappling hooks, throwing stars, like there's nothing too significant, I think, as far as like technological leaps in this movie. Like, I think it all makes sense. I'm fine with it. I I think it's funny that they didn't figure out the 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 helmet in this one. Like they make a big deal of it in, in the next bat in the dark night, or is it, I want to move to move your neck. Whereas like this, like the it's like the retractable thing that can actually move his head because you can't move yeah. his head in this and i feel like that's a the only problem i have with any of the things that he uses is that it's like come on we can't figure this out we didn't learn from the michael keaton he's stiff like he's in a halo brace all the time we yeah, didn't learn from that piece. Yeah. this one was the same thing now the batman voice it's not as people people shit on it i don't have a problem with it i don't have a problem it's, with it it's it's the most turned up out of all the batmans i think i think it's fine though like, I, I don't hate it by any means, but I think of, like, all the Batman movies we've watched, it's the most different from Bruce Wayne's voice. I didn't even, honestly, I didn't even think of it. Like, I didn't even, it's, I don't even, like, yeah. it's like a, people were like, I'm Batman. It's like, well, he has to do a different voice than his voice. Yep. You know, I guess it's like an easy thing to, to shit on, I guess, but I, I was good with it. I mean, Christian Bales, he's, I mean, he's arguably, I mean, he is, he's the best Batman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Until we see what, I mean. Maybe I'll maybe I'll watch the the Pattinson one again tonight. I really enjoyed him as Batman because he he's not he's like the, you know, like the least. You know how like with uh with James Bond how when Daniel Craig was, double setters like well he's blonde blue eyes and he's jacked he's supposed to be drinking martinis tall, you know dark hair like what are we doing with this guy? But he made it like he ended up making it the best version. He is the best Bond ever is. Uh, yep. Daniel Craig, I think Pattinson could potentially do that, doing this different version of of Bruce Wayne. Um, a little emo, but we'll go to that a little bit later on. I, uh, yeah, dude, the jumper's sick. I mean, the spat suits. All I mean, there's really maybe it's because we've been watching such horrible movies for the last month and a half. Yeah, that now everything is like, oh, fucking fine, oh, breath of fresh air. How good this is. Yeah. Completely. Like like I said, this movie is fucking awesome. Like Christian Bale's awesome as Batman. Like we've been ranking the Batmans in the movies at the end of this. This is by light years the best movie and the best Batman as out of everything we've watched. It's not, not even, close. even it's not even close, dude. Yeah. yeah. There's a I really yeah, I think 
my favorite part of it was when he gets back to Gotham and starts becoming Batman, starts getting stuff together, starts yep. doing all, all the scene when he first goes to the docks and he's yep. like fucking those dudes up and he's like, yep. I think I'm here. He's right behind him. Huh? And he yep. scares the dude. It, it was so good. And the very first, yeah, the very first scene when he's at the docks, he's busting that drug raid and the guy like they're unloading a container a shipping container the guy like walks up to the shipping container and just gets sucked into the darkness like yeah it's like fuck yeah and then he throws the star the like the throwing stars at the lights knocks out all the lights it's like yes we're doing this i kind of wanted i wish there was more of that like you didn't we didn't after that point it was either him fighting with um raz al ghul and his league of shadows goons in like kind of traditional batman boom pow like you're kind of just like the the swaps of every hit, you know, like yeah. that was kind of the thing. I like it, but I just I loved like the 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 dark and scheme. You don't know, you can't see him. Like I like that. I wish I wish they would have kept doing more of that as the movie went on because that scene yeah. itself is so cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude, I fucking I don't know. I was watching the movie at like at work today. I'm like, this fucking movie rips, dude. It was. It was awesome. Um, I think that. The overall storyline is kind of lame. That's the only knock I have on it. It is the sinister plot thing is stupid. It yeah it it's it's similar to like the very first Batman the the very first one. It's like we're gonna shrink the world leaders. Yep. <laughs> Hold them hostage for a billion dollars. <laughs> we're gonna dehydrate the Kenyan president. Yeah. So what are you guys gonna do in this one? All right, here's my plan. Here's what we're gonna do. All right. Hear me out. Here's what we're going to do. So this guy's got some gas. makes people scared of everything, which will make them eat each other. That's going to be pretty sick. Make them all terrified. They're going to eat themselves from the inside. That's going to be pretty sick. How are we going to get that out there? Well, you get the gas into the way to get the water into the gas. Well, how you can get the water out of the pipes and get it into the vapor to get it into the gas? Well, we fucking have this Bruce Wayne thing where they use it for, like, a weapon of war that's actually been outlawed by the Geneva Convention, shouldn't even have it, and they steal it, we turn it on, it vaporizes all the water, the water's containing all the water that has the gas, makes everyone crazy. And then, but you're like, why are you doing that? They're like, well, this is what we do. We actually reset parts of the world that we think are have jumped the shark. Yep. Like, we put rats on the boats for the Black Plague. It's like, that... Yeah, exactly. That, we we were there for the fall of Rome. We, yeah, we put the Black Plague yeah. rats on the boats and all this It shit. was the most self-righteous, self-suck I've ever seen, dude. That yeah. that whole... When he's talking to him at his own... When Ra's al Ghul shows back up and it's Liam Neeson, he's actually alive. And he's like, I'm Ra's al Ghul, actually. And he, he kicks everybody out and they burn down his mansion. And he's, like, revealing his plot. I'm like... Because we're doing so good. Yeah. Can't you just say you want to come back and just take over? You don't yeah. need to. We want to just run this place. Not we're cleansing. And it was just weird, like self-righteous. Like we're cleansing the world of all this evil. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, we were going to do it a long time ago with economics. But your parents. <laughs> guess who the, killed the death your, parents? Of your parents? Like, yeah. We did that. It's yeah. like, ah, too much. Too cute. Yeah. Too perfect. Too pretty. I thought like one of the unintentionally funny scenes in this, in this the one of the worst scenes in the movie is like they get to Arkham Asylum. It's called the Narrows in this movie. I don't know if it's actually like Arkham Asylum proper, but it's where all the criminals are. Yeah. And he shows Rachel Doss, who is uh, Katie Holmes. He sh- like Cillian, Killian Murphy shows her down, and there's like an open pipe of like the water main 
like the city the city's water main and they're just dumping like barrels that have like xxx written on it like a skull <laughs> and crossbones and they're just like dumping poison directly into the water main i'm like looks that's like not how that, that's not how that works looks like sugar water like if you burst yeah, a exactly. pipe like that it goes up it doesn't just those, keep yeah those flowing. pipes are pressurized there can't just be like <laughs> half of those they can't just be like half of that pipe missing and just dumping a barrel of skull and crossbones liquid into it like that's not how that works <laughs> dude my my favorite unintentional funny moment is when he pulls uh he pulls falcone out of the van out of his uh out of his limo yeah like, and then he headbutts him <laughs> he just <laughs> headbutt knocks him out yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the, the hell and this is like right after they just were smashing like the helmets because they were not the right graphite or whatever the fuck. Yep. I'm like, hey, you yep. almost ruined your own mat. Don't fall on your head. And he just head butts the guy the next scene. <laughs> I love that scene, dude. Um, there were some like the unintentionally dark scene. I think there was the moment when the one dude was uh he was like a lawyer or whatever, like Rachel Dawes is like the DA or whoever he is, and he's like searching he's like oh i went through the i was looking at the the docks and all these containers supposed to be 266 there's 267 this is 267 open it up yep and they just shoot him in the back (laughs) oh my god (laughs) (laughs) because no one really dies in this movie like everyone there's not really death anywhere to the very end nope when liam neeson dies so i was kind of like all right straight in the back yeah back all right dude and they never talk about it again because the Dark Knight, that movie is dark front to back. It's not graphic, but it's all implied like gore with the with the with the Dark Knight with all the Joker stuff. He's like cut people's faces and shit. It's like that's implied. They they string up people from their neck and shit, and they're like the pretend Batman guys. That was super dark. But this one was, I don't say cookie cutter, but kind of compared to the, how dark they got in the next two films in the trilogy, pretty tame. Yeah, for sure. Yep. All right. Let's do let's fucking let's fucking rock some some saggies, baby. All right. Uh who do you got? Who's your man down? Oh boy, man down. If I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't necessarily have one. All right, dude. We don't fucking do our research anymore. Come on. Hold up. <laughs> Cut Does this. It... God damn. <laughs> Cut! Brain... Cut! Cut! Brainstorm. Back to one. We're doing it again. We're doing it again. Back to one. Reset. Everybody reset. Uh, yeah, so who's your man down? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I My thought man, this movie I thought this movie is hard to do segments, honestly. No, you're not thinking you got you got to think bigger, baby. My man yeah, down, you ready for I'm it? I'm not going to argue with you there cuz the, the whole movie was so dark themed and like I don't know, like I thought it was tough. I got you. You ready? Better from yes, man down. Please save me. Throw me a life raft. The falafel guy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I got kids to feed. I do don't like. Not eat, falafel. Do they not they eat like falafel? falafel? <laughs> <laughs> hey man, he puts the money. He pulls the money out of the tip jar. Yeah, and... he gives him like a two dollar tip. Pulls ten bucks out of the tip <laughs> jar. <laughs> I got kids to feed. They don't like falafel. <laughs> the poor shawarma guy, dude. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> That's my man down. A uh, hot guy alert, dude. I'm. It's got to be Liam Neeson. He's well. Oh, it's clearly it's Killian Murphy. He's the hottest guy. 
He's one of the hottest guys on the planet. No, Cheekbones? I thought Christian Bale. Christian Bale looked good in this. He had a couple scenes. He looked really good. Average. He looked like uh, that. Christian Bale. This is this is the big turnaround. Remember, he was the machinist, and he yep. all skinny, and then he put on 110 pounds in six months to play Batman. Yeah, he's kind of like he's kind of thick. If you watch the with well, yeah, train, he does the. Yep, he he does like the push up scene. Like, remember Alfred wakes him up with the green juice. He chugs the green juice, and all of a sudden he's like standing up and just falls into a push up. Like he's like he looks good there. I mean, if you watch American Psycho, he's shredded in that. Yeah, yeah. that's the most jacked he's ever he's ever been in a movie. He's he looks great in that movie. This one still big guy. Killian Murphy's the hottest person on the planet, I think. Eyes, cheekbone, jawline. There's no one hotter. I don't think he but, looks very good in this movie though. You're out of your mind. Or did you watch it? Do you have a, what do you have against Killian Murphy, dude? I feel like you really take. I, I love him. I love him. I love him, dude. You're shitting I love on him Liam more Beeson. than my own son. I love. I feel Killian like we Murphy. are on. We are very far apart on this. Our take of this movie. We've been pretty aligned. That's not but true. Right. There's just one or two scenes where I, I the first half hour, dumb. I don't need it. That's a like, big. Get, the, that's a, one of the biggest parts of the movie. The first half hour. Is the origin ex, story. I get that it explained everything, but it did nothing for me. It's just dumb. He's just fighting dudes. What do you, in, how, in you a get Tibetan arrested jail? for? You get arrested for stealing kumquats and eggplants from a Tibetan market. They were stealing. No, you they were getting, stealing. You get put in uh, like high intensity prison. No, they were stealing machinery. They remember. They remember they're sitting down. They they they're hijacking. Oh, that's right. Instead of weighing enterprises. Yeah, right. you didn't even watch the movie, dude. It's been a while. Oh, you're, out. dude. You're pissing me off tonight. You get me all jacked. I'm all juiced up, dude. Killing Murphy, but but he's aesthetically, but the hottest presence of anybody in the movie is Liam Neeson, dude. He's so he's tall. He's like six yeah. four. He yep. towers over everybody else. He's Black just suit the entire time. He's just slick with it the whole movie, yep. and he's yep. kind of giving Batman the business in the final fight scene. Yep, he and he's old. Ass, yeah, he's yep. old too. I thought it was kind of I I didn't like that how he how that ended. How like Batman like throws the thing and he on the train you mean yeah, on, yeah, the on the subway train, or whatever it is yeah or he he flies back he's like mind your surroundings and yeah. he's like and then Liam Neeson but goes out like a badass when it's like he the train's about to go because they blow up the tracks to stop the the what's the the microwave emitter thing that's yeah microwave making, emitter yeah that's making all the water turn into vapor to kill everybody kill themselves which. You think it almost make more sense to like make it poison so everyone just dies as opposed to everyone just eating each other? Yeah, just yeah, make poison in the drinking water. Why do you have to make an aerosol where you then have to steal a microwave emitter where you then have to transfer this microwave emitter across the entire Gotham City? Which like make it a drinkable poison? Like that seems like an easy fix. I wish it was kind of annoying. Yeah. No caffeine. Feel good. Woo! Um didn't like that, but when he goes down and he closes his eyes and it crashes, kind of a yeah. sick way to go out. Yeah, that's cool. Hot guy for me. Are you saying who's your hot guy, Christian Bale? Christian Bale, yeah. I think he had some American Psycho vibes in this. In the beginning, kind of after he got out of prison, when he was first kind of finding out Batman, like when he, that scene where he, he like goes to like a dinner and he's got like those European models and they all jump in the pool together. He comes out of the pool just dripping wet. Just he's glowing out of that pool. And like the first time he runs into Rachel Dawes, like I think he looks gorgeous in that scene so. sir your your guest can't swim in the pool he's like yeah. oh okay you see the all right therefore I, ju- I just bought this establishment bud he's like yeah well i'm buying this hotel and we're gonna update the rules on the pool yeah. and then he just goes in full suit 
Yep. We just kind of gloss over that he's just tapping these like these Eastern block yeah. badass model. He's just going home with a threesome with these two hoes. They don't speak a lick of English. They're probably what nineteen years old. Bruce, like... we have more hotels for you to buy. <laughs> <laughs> and then Rachel's fucking lame, dude. Like on his birthday, she's like giving him a hard time. He's like he just like almost died from the scarecrow gas and yeah. he walks and looking hungover. She's like, you're burning it at both ends, huh, Bruce? You drunk. Yeah. You doing drugs with the fucking models, I- idiot. He's Bitch, like, I'm trying to save the planet here. What are you talking about? I'm burning it at both ends. He sh- should have hit her right there. Should have yeah. just smacked her up the head right there. Hey, I, I just yeah. almost died last night. And by the way, I'm going to yeah. save your ass four more times in this movie. Yep. Just some respect. Yeah. And she's hands him a little fucking arrowhead. Yep. Finders keepers. Just keeps fucking lame as shit. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I think I'm gonna go keep it with. I'm gonna keep it with with Liam Neeson. Ooh, it, ranking it, it's clearly the best by a mile. By a mile. It's, yep. Um, I have so your we did accidentally funny was the headbutt falcon the too dark we did that. Did you have a too dark one? Uh, unintentionally like too dark moment for you. Did you have one no? Like I said, this whole movie was dark. I got a couple more. Unintentionally funny, though, if you want to get into yeah, those. Let it rip. I thought the end when he's the final chase scene when he's driving the uh, Batmobile and he's like, activate stealth mode. He activates stealth mode and he just turns off the headlights. <laughs> so, and everyone's like, where is he? I can't find him. And he's literally just like right next to him, driving down the road. It's like, oh, he just turned off the headlights. Great chase scenes, though. I mean, top, top tier chase scenes. I mean, Man, dude, I might just go. I might just watch The Dark Knight tonight, cause like I, dude, those chase scenes with the Joker and like the in the massive, uh, um, big semi truck and they're yeah. and he's like shooting he's everything underground. And, yeah, and also, dude, like it's a it's a big thing for Christopher Nolan. Like the dude's into practical effects. Everything looks good. Everything looks real. He's literally flipping these cars over, doing the thing. Like that's the way. That's the best version of of film and TV for me is when shit is, pr- I, I hate CGI. I'm yep. so out on every superhero movie, every Marvel movie. Now I don't need to see it. I don't want to see it. Dr. Strange, take a fucking walk, dude. I'm out on that stuff. But this is, this was, I mean, Christopher Nolan, man. I mean, he I mean, just didn't for Oppenheimer. Didn't he's like, these explosions aren't real enough. Didn't he fucking like set off like an, a bomb? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he like, he, he like, he, like it was like a non-nuclear a bomb. Like it was, yeah. they're not fucking around. <laughs> They That's had that incredible. scene. Did Did you watch what was the one he did that was kind of a flaw? I didn't see it. It's like the uh, tenant, tenant, yeah, yeah. Where it's like they like crash, like they actually crash, like that that plane or yeah. that big seven forty seven into the the hangar or whatever. They actually did that shit. Really? That's awesome. He's I love that. It's the coolest shit to me. You have any any more intentionally funny ones? No, not really. I think. Uh, I mean, really, just. <laughs> any scene with the dude the the dirty cop it, yeah, i was in, at the end of it like they're sitting there and and gordon's like raise the bridges he's like no i'm not gonna do that and you want to know why because i have literally rapists and murder he says rape so you can't say rape in movies anymore he said yeah. we have murderers and rapists running around gotham and i'm not raising the bridges until i have every available police unit here it's the most reasonable thing anybody says in the entire movie. Yep. And yep. he was just he just kind of body bags Gord. Gordon's like, all right, well, get on it. <laughs> <laughs> then do it. <laughs> and you, oh, you better do it then. 
Uh, all right, let's, let's put a pin in it. Uh, ooh, do you have any fun facts? Any trivia? I have one that I, that I think Tell mine me. is so Gary Oldman. It's kind of going. It's I think I think it started with this movie, and then it became worse. Another one. He essentially he's, he's British, and he lost his his ability to have his British accent because he was playing Commissioner Gordon. Because these were like three year films, sure. and he's like a method actor, so he stays in character, right? So he lost the ability to have a British accent. Had to hire a vocal voice coach to coach him on how to get his accent back. Wow. So he, this, so his voice in this movie as commissioner Gordon is how he just like the film ended. He's like, all right, trying to get, ah, fuck. I can't. All right. All right. Hey, all right. Fucking. All right. No, I sound American as shit. Oh, all right. I, I can't get it. Yeah. So funny, dude. To go <laughs> home lost, to your wife. He lost his accent. Yeah. Go home to your wife and kids like, hey, honey, what's up? And he's just like, eh, uh, nothing. Just fuck. I'm an American now. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that shit, dude. That like, funny. what What a loser. Like, hey. It's kind of like, the, isn't, isn't the guy from Elvis, isn't he still talking you know, like in the Elvis accent? I don't know if it's an Elvis accent. Don't Andrew even, Butler. Don't even get me started on Austin Butler uh, Austin. still doing the Elvis <laughs> voice. Hey, that movie He's just finished. stuck. He's stuck in the Elvis voice. Someone asked him in an interview. They're like, hey, so I noticed you're still talking like Elvis. Well, you're look like, out now. You want to explain that to us? He's just like, well, uh, here's the thing. Uh, I was I, I was with that character for two years, and it's just something about him. It just I think it's a part of me now, and I, I I don't even think about I don't even really hear it to be honest with you. It's like you no, know, you sound like a white guy from Missouri, and it's like you're you're a fucking Southern Texas, like Tennessee. Get the fuck out of here, dude! You're an absolute loser, dude. You are such a loser. Change your go. Your voice is your voice. I love it. That's cracks me your, up. No dude. end. He's just like at a restaurant on a date trying to order food and he's just stuck in this Elvis personation. His lips, his lips just quivering at all times. His eyebrows raised. <laughs> I mean, he's still himself, but he just has the voice of Elvis still. Yeah. Cause he had like a regular, like, hey, my name's Austin Butler. How are you? He was like a fucking Disney guy. And I don't know, man. Acting's a weird world. I have a hard time respecting really any actors. Um, Dude, I saw Morgan Freeman one time on a podcast, and he was, uh, he's, it was the most, I've never seen anybody be more disrespectful in a podcast. Like, he was eating for the first 45 minutes of the, of the, like, the mic's, like, not anywhere near him. He's just like, yeah. no, no, watch that movie. <laughs> hey, man, it's an interview. Can you fucking take the food out of your mouth, you idiot? Michael Caine, I, dude, I'm going to, I'll send you that, the video of him, like, doing that acting roundtable. It's so interesting. Yeah. Him like you're like oh this guy is in his book his book he has this scene right where he's uh he's talking about how you should always if you're an actor you need to learn every single line before you start shooting no matter what the schedule is for shooting because they don't shoot them literally they don't shoot them in order they shoot it according to when they can do certain things he didn't really think about that so that's what he thought it was so he had this uh, this big like three page monologue. That's the last scene in the movie. So he goes into the he goes into the 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 shooting of it. It's like day two. And he's like, Oh, I'll get to that. We got like six months here. Like I'll, I'll plenty of time to learn it. And then the director comes up to him and he's like, Hey, we're never gonna have a better day than this. That the sun is perfect. The set we're gonna do that monologue first. 
And then Michael Caine in the book, he goes, yeah. And I went to my, I went to my, my, uh, my trailer and I, I studied, I studied, I studied. And you know what happened? You know what happened? I went out there. I did it in one take. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, dude. <laughs> I fucking killed it. <laughs> and I'm the greatest who's ever lived, okay? <laughs> Don't do what I do. You can't do it like me, guys. But I'm telling you, this is what you should do because you're not me. Do it this way. I'm <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here. All right, man. That's it. That's high and tight. Batman Begins. I don't know if we're going to do We might do it. I would like to do maybe The Dark Knight. Maybe like a bonus episode of Dark Knight. Go back to it. Yeah. I think maybe we keep it. We've already hit all the characters, really. So we would just be talking about the storyline, I guess. Um, so maybe we'll just go on to the next Batman being like uh, the Ben Affleck one, Batman oh, vs. Superman. I always forget about Benny Affleck. The Batman vs. Superman one. And yeah. then we'll do the Pattinson one. And then maybe at the end, we'll just go back and do like the Dark Knight. Because I think the Dark Knight is probably the most, the most well received. Probably one of the most highest rated superhero movies of all time is the Dark Knight. For sure. For sure. I mean, the fact that Heath Ledger won an Oscar for playing for a superhero movie, for playing a villain too, in a superhero like get the what? Yeah. On I mean, kind of just because he died, but post office. We'll, we'll talk about that later. Posthumously, is it posthumously? Post posthumously? Posthumously. No, you're, you're right. Posthumously. Yeah. We got there. We got there, babe. All right, we did it. We're out. Well, peace.